0: Welcome back, guys, to the podcast, Blokes Talking Footy with Halen and Mitchie. Okay, we're not going to beat around the bush. We'll get straight into it. Who likes a bye week? No one likes a bye week. Let's jump straight into it. I'm going to start with my two things because my team didn't play, so I'm just going to say both of them. First thing, um, Frio. Remind me a lot of Melbourne last year in the way the thing Melbourne everyone was worried about was they didn't have that real key forward presence. They had people that would come in and out. Fritsch was there, but he wasn't consistent. Ben Brown was there, wasn't putting enough on the table. That's what Frey are this year for me. They've got a great midfield. They've got a great defence, if not the best defence in the league. I think they can do it. There's so- no certainty in football. Who are you are going to say this? There's no certainties in football. Injuries could happen, but the way they're going at the moment, they're rolling.
1: All right. So, if if you let me interject, then so are you saying that they are like Melbourne is in? They're as good as Melbourne were last year, or like Melbourne in the sense that they have no forward line?
0: Second, I bit of both. They have no forward line, but they've got a great middle and a great defence. Come on. All right. All
1: right. Don't don't agree with that. I don't agree with it. I look at Melbourne even last year when we were unsure on them and I went with Bailey Fritch, Ben Brown, Tom McDonald, Sam Wiedemann. And I look at that and go, I'd pick all four of those in front of Rory Lobb, in front of Matt Yeah, I understand what you're saying. There was no one, there was no superstar, but at least they had genuinely borderline star players. I don't feel like Freya had anything other than their pace down the forward line. And I'd also argue they've got – Melbourne have a lot more recognised game-changing match winners.
0: Yep. It's a wait-and-see
1: thing. And I'll just interject one little thing because you made a statement and you're wrong and I can't allow it. There is certainties in football. There is. You can rely on North Melbourne to be terrible every week.
0: Oh, thanks for reminding me because that is going to come. I'm going to slip that in before the top fives. I've got Go a it. big talking point. Okay. My second thing being Collingwood fans, disgusting. Booing Clayton Oliver. Here is a couple of years ago, Nathan Buffy comes out and they're all saying, oh, yeah, such great, so, such well said, or oh, shouldn't be booing champions and stuff. Yeah. Clayton Oliver hasn't achieved as much of, as Pennebry yet, but he's well on his way. He's well and truly on his way. This award is was given out as Neil Danaher Trophy for Neil Danaher, one of the most loved men about football. Show him respect. Show the game respect. Show Clayton Oliver respect. He had 43 possessions. Yeah, you could argue either way. It was either way. They were the two best on, Cox and Oliver. So it's disgusting. I'm
1: going to straight back at you again. I like this. You're on early because I'm against you straight away yet again. It's good. How can you say that? How can you say don't boo him? It's not his, he didn't choose to win the award. So you are correct in that sense. But to say, oh, I could have gone either way. This is straight into... now. I'll cross this bit. All right. How can you say this? That is straight into actually one of my two points. Robbery at the G. Dead set robbery. Mason Cox was the best player on the ground by a mile. I don't care if he's had 43 touches. Darcy Parish has had 43 touches every second week. We don't talk about him because he has no effect on the game.
0: You can't tell so me. You're saying that Olive had no effect on that game. Whatsoever. I'm not saying he
1: had no effect on the game. I'm saying he was not the best player on the ground. I am simply saying that there was three judges. Two went 3-2. Both coaches went Mason Cox the five votes. So when your own coach doesn't give you best on ground, you should not be winning that award. And that's one of my points. So I'm happy to have that as my point. But that was a robbery. Mason Cox should have won it. When in doubt, 50-50, it has to go to the winning team. It's the same in the NBA finals. All of those awards. Norm Smith, unless the performance is absolutely phenomenal, it has Norm to, go, Smith
0: to- doesn't go. Norm Smith doesn't go to the winning team's best player.
1: It should, unless the other person is phenomenal. you got to give the person the edge who won the game. And if you want to say it's Neil Danaher's award and it's for Neil Danaher, then we shouldn't have three PPF people from the media giving votes on it. We should have someone better in touch with football from within the clubs, from within Neil's organisations. Someone actually representing Kim giving out who he thought was best on ground.
0: Yep, with that.
1: My second point, I'll go over to me, Blue, is we're back. I was flat last week because, you know, we had the buy. Very, very boring time of the year. Get rid of him. But we're back and this man... It's not Charlie out It's not Paddy Cripps. It's not Harry Mackay. This man holds the key to our future because he must hold us together for the next four weeks minimum and the next four weeks are massive for us. And that's Lewis Young. Played fantastically well on the weekend but has to do it for the next four weeks because he is going to get zero help. Heartbreaking to see that Caleb Marchback is down again. Yeah.
0: And Carlton do not have an easy fixture. No, These we do next not. three... Are very hard. You got Freo in round 17, but then after that you're back into Geelong. You're into JWS, who can they still can do what they have done in the past? And yeah, after that it starts to get a little bit more simple. But yeah, but so very give, tough. Me,
1: give me Carlton's three next games.
0: Uh, Richmond. Yep. I think yeah, Freo for one of them. Yeah, yep. Freo was the next one. It is. And then you got just let me find the next one. And I think you got Saint Kilda. You Followed by West Coast.
1: Yeah. So if you look at those those next three, then Richmond, Frio, and St Kilda. Are you willing to say this is what I want to put to you. If Carlton go out there and win those next three games with absolutely no backline, knowing reinforcements are coming in about four to six weeks' time, we are effectively down to going into the season who was our fourth or fifth-ranked key defender and someone who wasn't on our list. Good on him, Sam Durden. Make his card no bill on the weekend. Very excited. But given that's the state of play and to be where we are, are you willing to say that if Carlton win their next three, we have to be top three contender for the flag? We have to plummet in the odds other- If we win without yeah.
0: yeah, and I'm going to go another thing that I... Just to be happy from yeah. the Carlton organisation, if you win... Two out of your next five. Actually, we'll go three
1: because West yep. Coast
0: doesn't really count. No, we'll go three right. out of your next five and you walk out static with that. Yeah. with If you three out of the next five. Yeah, exactly. Static. And that's out that of the next happens. five.
1: If we can get on a roll, if we can get a couple. We're not favorites going in this weekend. If we get on a roll this weekend and win the next three in a row, you'll have a hard time getting the lid back on me.
0: Yeah, I've already struggled this year. Hey, hey. It's huge. Yeah, and as some people that have actually experienced a level of success from their club in their lifetime, I know that you don't start reacting in your early months, like your May's and your Junes and stuff. Start worrying in September. Yeah, it's all good here. Yeah, who cares? We'll get start getting excited in the coming coming months.
1: Uh, I'm excited now. I, I know what's to come. I'm excited.
0: And another thing on that. Yep. Oh, I love Carlton, and you know this. They right are my do. second team.
1: They are, well and truly.
0: But you look at the top five teams; can't beat one of them. The next yeah. four around them, they have not beat. They've yes, they haven't versed them, But I would like to see they've actually versed one of them. I'd like to see him beat some of these teams before we. Before I go, yeah, oh, and okay. That's why, and that's
1: why I don't want you to jump on now. I, I'm saying next three, next five is even better. If you want to go on it. If, we're in, if we are looking nice and peachy and we win three out of the next five, even if we go, hopefully, not worse than that, if we go better than that, surely you're going to start to come around. Because as we go no, through I, that season, we're going to get players back. It's going to start to stack up. We've just lost another two players on the weekend. We can't get through a game. I am
0: excited about Kant. I've been excited about Kant for years and I love him. But the thing is, there is that one thing and it's just like I do want to see him beat them other contended teams from just like yep it's the Blues they're going to be there they're going to be the last four teams and that's starting this weekend yep Yep. Uh, who they got they got Freo no they got Richmond
1: starts this weekend yeah we're not favourites starts this weekend
0: no I want to say uh, yeah beat Brisbane Melbourne Freo or Geelong before I we will line
1: them up Richmond this week Freo next week
0: Actually, I think you do have a bit of one. I think you've got Melbourne, Brisbane in two we weeks do. in a row. We do. Okay. Let's move on before we go to top five. A few things I have to say. Go for it. First thing before, I'm looking at the ladder right now. See down there?
1: No, because it's in white. Or are yeah. you, talking about, the very, are you exactly. talking about the very last thing, but above the white bar?
0: No. That, that white mark, yep. that's where 18th is supposed to be. They've taken west coast of the ladder
1: uh that
0: no but within saying that um i was just looking at i was going to make a top five this week going to be the top five teams with just in awful places as an organization like with this really bad places and i looked at it made my top five and i came back had a look at the ladder after that yep and figured that my top five were actually the bottom five in the ladder So, I'm going to quickly run through and say what is so bad. No, Hawthorne, I didn't say. Actually, yeah. So, West Coast. Yep. I don't know what's happening with their list. They got no young talent coming through whatsoever.
1: They do. They're the ones that aren't on the AFL list who fill in every now and then play really well, but then have to go back to the waffle.
0: Yeah. They got nothing coming up through in the list. Yep. They got all these senior players that aren't doing nothing. They got all these senior players that probably won't be around in three or four years' time. It's going to be a long, painful rebuild for West Coast. Long, painful rebuild. Yeah. North Melbourne. They got no old talent that's staying around playing any good. The young yeah. talent, besides Jason and Francis, let's not talk about him. We don't. We're not going to talk about him. You have people like Will Phillips, who last year was your number three pick. Where is he? Yeah. You got all this young talent that's amazing, but they're not performing. It's shocking organization at the moment. Yeah. Well and truly off them and West Coast. Essendon, they were supposed to be the next big thing. All this young talent coming through, they haven't taken the leap this year. They've just stayed. All that young talent has just stayed where they are. They haven't gone up above. They've just stayed exactly here. You can't be having that. And talking about talent that. Have- Going up level, isn't my next team, Adelaide. Shocking. What is happening in Adelaide? A couple of years, last couple of years, of like young talent galore, all this young talent, get them in there, get young talent, they're going to be a superstar uh, yep. team of the competition. All their youth is not stepping up. You had Man. Lockie Scholl, who was one of the best um, young players in the league, yep. and now he can't even get a game. Yep. And actually, that's going to fit in nicely, I reckon. I will give that name, mention, you know, five mention joint
1: very shortly. But the comment I'll even make that on, on the Essendon and the Adelaide. So with Essendon with that, when you have that much talent on the list, we've seen it last year, it can't just disappear. Yes, they've lost Kale Hooker, Anthony, on Tipple, Moody. They've lost those players. But it has to come down to coaching. That's all I'm saying. Your coach has to yeah. be able to develop players. The talent, we've seen the talents there. They're not like other clubs where there's no talent. And then Adelaide, I don't know what's going on. It is an absolute debacle. It is sad to watch when you've got... We've seen glimpses of talent from them, glimpses of young stars, and yet their most reliable top three on their team player every single week is Taylor Walker, who is ready for the retirement village. Well and truly. and And if I'm him... I am not taking the hometown discount. I am finding my contract wherever I can get one next year. If Adelaide aren't willing to give him one at this point in the season, go find another one. I'm all for him, searching for it, and speak it into existence. If he wants a two-year deal somewhere, he can definitely play for two more years. Can he though? Definitely. When, you're carrying, when, you, when you are carrying a forward line, Fogarty has not come on at all. Phil Thorpe is wasting away. He has to be the main focus every week, and he's still doing the job.
0: Yeah. And if I was Adelaide, I would nearly say it might be time to move on, Tex, and yeah. start trying to develop Philthorpe Because Philthorpe's definitely got the potential there.
1: That's definitely... They, oh, they just need to bite the bullet now, uh, I reckon, and go, Taylor, thank you, but you need you need to move on. We're going to regress. We'll be worse next year because of this, but we can't drag on being mediocre. Yeah. we need to just cut the, you know, cut the cord, drop away, and come back up.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: a top five we all want to see, and it's incredibly hard to talk about and incredibly hard to find.
0: Mate, before before do yep. do we want to do a um our joint top five first, or do we want to yeah do go honest? for it?
1: Go for it. I like it. Mate.
0: I've had two great ideas. I decide that we'll do one of them together. Yep. I have, We both haven't put too much thought. We're just going to bounce off each other.
1: No, um, I've got two that come straight to mind that I want in there, and apart from that, I'm happy. to
0: bounce ideas. Will Brody-esque player, so someone just isn't in the right place at the moment. Right Move to another club and has potential to do that. We've sent it with Jared Lyons as well, Ben Keys, and now uh, um, Will Brody.
1: So do you just start immediately at the you know fringe Gold Coast players because you know they're going to be a star?
0: That's who my number one is, Braden Farini, Farini yeah. or whatever how you pronounce it. He's my number one.
1: Yep. Exact same story all over again. How many times can we hear Jared Lyons didn't fit into our into what we wanted to build. Neither did Will Brody because they, you know, they've got their set core of in and under midfielders. And if that's what you've got, then that's fair enough. But when you're someone of Will Brody's talent, you make them work. So yep, I'm happy with your first call. My call, huge one, would thrive elsewhere, I believe, has one of best and fairest. I think
0: Warple. I was about to say the next exact same person, my two. How does
1: Warple? And he's know? coming
0: to Geelong. He's coming to Geelong. He's a Geelong boy. That's. I honestly reckon he is on his way down the highway to Geelong. Geelong need a star midfielder. They need someone that can step up. They need James to- Warple shown that he can be a star midfielder.
1: Yeah.
0: From the year, Geelong. Tom Mitchell was
1: out. He just took Tom Mitchell's role. Yeah. Yep.
0: Now, Bring I was actually going to say to you before the show, um, James Warple, I think he might be coming to Geelong. But yeah, I definitely think it would be a great fit in Geelong, in a young midfielder.
1: That's exactly what Geelong need. It's exactly what you need. A bit of youth, a bit of speed, bit of energy around the place. Wake him up. Yeah.
0: yeah, and look, you could probably get him for a second or a third rounder. Too. Oh, I
1: wouldn't be offering any I, – I would happily pay more than a second rounder. But my negotiation, if I was a club, if I was Geelong coming to Hawthorne, I'd say, we'll start at a third, and if they squeeze me to a second, I'm happy with that. You don't need to pay overs. He's not getting a game.
0: But the reason I wouldn't be paying a second is because the next bloke that I don't know you're not too big a fan of, but he has shown potential in the part. He showed potential on the weekend, in fact. Tanner Bruin.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The potential is there. Yeah, it's pretty stacked midfield.
1: No, he, he had, a he had oh, what I'd call a breakout game on the weekend and I sat there and watched that game and it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Look, I
0: I see glimpses of JWS games and when he yeah. goes in the midfield, he does seem to get the ball down his throat in clearances. The potential is definitely there. And yeah. we have to remember that he was picked 12 two years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: He didn't he didn't play, what was it? I think he played four games in two seasons of NAB League.
1: Yeah.
0: In that in, Two seasons, four games of football and get drafted at pick 12. Yeah. Amazing.
1: You get the right coaching, the right sportive environment around him, the right training, the right physios. Yeah. Should boom.
0: Yeah. And another boy that might want to come home to Geelong. Bring in both Warpool and Bruin back to Geelong. And actually on that, where would, if you were Farini, where yeah. would you be going? Where's he from? I don't know. I'll quickly Google that. But if he's from Victoria, we'll say just think about Victoria and like right. if he is otherwise. I'll All say.
1: I right. have got me answer if it's Victoria. I've got me answer if it's not.
0: He's only he's only 24 as well.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Start yeah, he's He's Victoria. All right. If I'm him, I'm going to Hawthorne.
0: Just trying to think of somewhere else. I'll be looking. I'll be looking at Collingwood as well. If I was him,
1: nah, they've got enough. They don't. They won't want him. Where's he fit? What does he do? Take Pat Lipinski's spot?
0: They've got Collingwood have a range of mid tier players, but you look at it, you got other teams from Victoria that you could Richmond,
1: nah. He's not getting the game in front of their backup mids.
0: Why not? Who, who are their backup mids that are better than him?
1: Oh, they, they've put time into young kids. they are putting time. They've debuted that many people this year. They're not going to play him in front of Thompson Dow. They're not going to give up what they have to give up to get him. They're not going to trade away a second-round pick for him.
0: Yeah, but for any...
1: I get what you're saying. So, I understand. I reckon he'll be an absolute jet. But you've got to think of what he's done now, what the Gold Coast will ask for him. If, if it's for a fourth-round pick, then sure, Richmond. But if it's a second-round pick, it's got to be someone like Hawthorne.
0: Oh, he's probably a third, fourth-round pick. And if he is, any club needs to be jumping at him.
1: But where I'd be actually going if I was him, I'd be going to Port. That's what Port needs. Port need that. Yeah. I, I agree with that. That's where I'm going if I'm him. I don't care if I'm not going home, i going to Port. Um, My one, and it's dependent, because at this point in time, he fits the list. And we've seen it this year. But... If the interim coach doesn't get the job, you don't need to worry about it. And that's Proust Because he, again. he is good enough to be a number one Ruckman in this league. He is a top 18 Ruckman in this league. I do not understand how he's not getting a game. I watched the game on the weekend and I don't understand how he's not getting a game.
0: How old is Proust? Do you know? Uh,
1: I do not know. I'm going to say 27, but I'll have a quick look.
0: Yeah, I was going to have a quick look at that as well. Oh, you go Yeah, He's
1: 26. And Ruckman, pop at 26. You look at Maxi Gorn's career, didn't pop until he was 26.
0: So what you're saying to me right now is that Geelong should bundle up a pick and maybe a young player or just yeah. a first rounder to get Bruin and Proust
1: down yes. the Cattery. absolutely. Absolutely. Him at the Cattery would be unbelievable. Because all he wants, and he's bounced around spots and he hasn't made the best choices with a couple of them, but he wants to be a number one ruckman. That's what he wants to do. And he should be. He wants yeah. to be, he wants to go to a team where he knows each week I am the guy. He feeds off that energy. And you looked at it earlier this year. He played three or four games in a row, averaged 110 super coach points because he was the guy. He needs that he needs that room. He needs that energy.
0: So what you're saying is a big off season for Joulon.
1: Yeah, and it's also a big off season for the TWS because I'm rating half their team same with the Gold Coast.
0: Um, another one maybe Clinton got from Geelong.
1: See, I thought about years. it. I thought what, what with that, I like what you're going with. But after watching Clark disappear and fade into the, the you know fade out of the limelight, um, I've watched Kelly leave Geelong and fade out of the limelight. I've seen comfortable like, Jordan Clark has actually
0: been. Pretty good for Fremantle this year.
1: Yeah, pretty good. Not a star like we thought. He thought he, he was a star. He went because he thought he was a star. You look at Charlie Constable who left because he wanted game time and he's struggling to get a game up at the Gold Coast. So I'm starting to think Geelong, although people might have this whole Geelong out playing the kids, I'm thinking maybe, and this is a big thing for me because I'm not a big fan of how Geelong run their club in terms of young product production, but I actually think they could be right. They are seemingly correctly valuing young kids when other teams are overvaluing them. Yeah.
0: And talking about young talent, Maxi Holmes is back this week probably. Ooh, big. That's big. That's one I'm actually pretty high on, Max Holmes. A lot of yeah. potential there.
1: Yeah, exactly. But that's if you've noticed, you keep the kids you rate higher than what yeah. other clubs do. But the once they rate higher, you guys give them up, happily get the draft picks back. It's working well. Um, other ones I'll throw out there with, I don't know if he'd be a star, but he needs a change. And at times I love him. At times I really hate him. And that's Paddy Dow. He, he needs to go elsewhere. You can't be mm. wasting his using the twos. Yeah. But, but he's someone who I fear could end up going to someone like a North Melbourne and you just see their career evaporate.
0: Yeah. Um, you could go Jago Amira from Hawthorne as well. No,
1: he's too old. He's done. Is he, though? How old is he? Oh, he'd be, he'd be 30.
0: <laughs> no,
1: how old? Yeah.
0: Still. 20. A of years to ten. 28. He Body goes a to a 10. Year old.
1: Hmm. He's playing a lot better this year than he had in the last previous year. If you had a came at the end of last year, which I reckon Hawthorne actually did at the end of last year, and they shopped him, no one wanted him. Anyone else you want to throw on the list or are you happy with that?
0: Nah, I'm happy with that. It's a good list. I like this five. Yeah. we we'll, we we'll might look to continue that, yeah. but
1: my top five is a long one. So I'll let you get to yours. All right. I'll be nice and quick. Top five tradable North Melbourne players coming to the end of the year that have some relative value. So don't know if you've done this, but I wouldn't bother but if you've got a spare 20 seconds and you want to waste your time, go scroll through the North Melbourne list. It is woeful. And I'm a water, I've grown up watching us win spoon after spoon after spoon. I know about terrible lists, but even in our terrible list, you at least had a draw card of Favola or Eddie Betts, someone you'd go watch each week and go, there's a bit of excitement there. But this is a truly, truly sad sight. Um, I thought about putting Nick, so disclaimer, I thought about putting Nick Larky on this list but I didn't because I fully believe they have to keep him. He has to be kept. He's one of those ones they have to keep. So I've gone a young one and then a few in the middle ages and a couple of older ones. So I'll start with number five is Bailey Scott. He's someone who, I didn't mention him in the last list because he'd be a star at another team.
0: Actually, I that's a good shout. I'd probably nearly look at him at another team as well.
1: Yeah, He's 21. He's Played a pretty good game on the weekend in patches, but he's patchy. He needs a big preseason. needs a new club, get a fresh start. He's someone who might actually have some value if they wanted to trade out. So you can't, you can't, I know they're trying to redo but you can't keep all your young players. You need to pick. Who are you going to be your stars? I don't think he is that for them, but I think he could be elsewhere. Number four, give us a second round, third round pick, whatever you can get. Todd then go off, finish your career elsewhere. I'm, I don't think it will happen. I think he wants to get to 300 with North Melbourne, which he should do next year. But he's got to go. Number three, again, great servant of the club. Jack Evil got to go. It's time. Those two playing each week is not benefiting them all. Goldie, I understand, like, they love him. He's their best ruckman, etc. You've just got to play Coleman Jones and you've got to play those young kids. You've got to play Cherry, Zerry, however you want to say his name. Play him every week. That's it. They're your future. Invest your time in them. Number two, Cam Zerha. I
0: agree with that. That's the name I was looking for.
1: Yeah, because he's a very good footballer, but realistically, you've got to give up something if you want to get something. He's someone who actually has value to go out, could play really well elsewhere, could be a win-win. Happy but with that? Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be buying into him in many clubs.
1: Nah. I reckon if you're a Richmond, you do. If it's them old. What a grub. Yep. (laughs) Glad you understood what I was saying. All right. And number one, and I want to clarify this by saying that if I was any of these teams, I wouldn't be doing it. I want to preface it by saying that I'm over the media now trying to turn the story the other way that we need to support him. Quite simply, to this point in his career, He has not been any good. And that is Horn Francis. Hasn't been that
0: good. I was just going to say, are we just going to not say his name and let everyone else figure out who it is?
1: Everyone already knew. He hasn't been that good. He's played 12 games. He's now suspended. He doesn't want to be there.
0: Appealing for a 10 match,
1: I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard too. I actually heard he was appealing for a 10 match and a trade on the end of it.
0: Yeah.
1: I understand it's a lot. And this is something I actually want to touch on. This is why I made this list. I understand it's a lot to have that pressure at 18. I understand it. I understand you've been thrown in. You're meant to be the number one pick. You're meant to be a superstar. I understand your club isn't performing. But you look what Sam Walsh did when he came in. And to this point in the season, I think Carlton had won one, maybe two games in his first year. And outside of Crips, he was our second most respected player by that point in the year. He worked, he worked, he worked.
0: He was pro- probably nearly the most respected player in the first game he played.
1: Yeah. But he was clearly identifiable as a leader of the club by halfway through the year, without a doubt. He wasn't calling out people and screaming at him. He was setting a standard and living up to those expectations. That is what you're it on. I understand it's hard. But at the end of the day, they are adults playing a sport. They get paid to play a sport we all dream of. For a profession you have to lead by example and set your standard you don't just get to come in and go i've got immense talent let's throw i want to go here because i've accomplished nothing you need to get out there and actually work for it i actually hope and it won't happen i know it won't happen and you can't let it happen because he has too much talent but i would love for neither adelaide nor port to make an offer for him at all Mm -hmm. i'd love to see him come nba style have to come back Tail between the legs and front after training won't happen. What
0: well, AFL players have done it before? Rice Gibbs, um, Josh Dunkley, yeah, can be done. And he's been, and he's played really good, so
1: yeah. No, that that's me top five. They're the five players that they've got to trade. Yeah.
0: Okay, we'll be back after a short break for us. No time for you guys. Bam. Great top five here. Let's go. Top five players to watch come finals time. Not the top five players that are going to be the top five players in the finals. Ah. The, yep. five, the five that are going to have the biggest jump from their regular season's performance. They might not, but I reckon they can. Yep. I reckon they have the possibility. Most of them, I'm going to explain all of my honorable mentions. There's a fair few of them. And then you're going to have a crack at the top five and have a guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You like that? Like it. Okay. My my number one honorable mention, Jake Malkshan. (laughs) Yep. No, just jokes, man. So I went through every team and (laughs) and thought from each team who I thought. So no one from Brisbane. I don't think anyone can have that bigger increase from their regular season. Everyone's playing well. I don't think they have anyone that's gonna step up greatly. I, I think they're that. playing the best foot. I disagree. Danaher was a name, but I thought Danaher, he's playing all right. Who who would you have for Brisbane?
1: Now see, I like this topic because after watching Collingwood on the weekend, I feel like Collingwood have a lot of these type of players that can be a nothing into a match winner. And I think for Brisbane, it has to be Mitchy Robinson. He could give you nothing for most of the season, but one random finals game, he will happily give you 15 tackles and win you a game.
0: Yeah. He was one I considered, but I didn't go with it. Okay. Is the there any I- honorable mentions? Yeah. Has this next bloke, he's in my all Australian at the moment, but I still feel he has an extra level. He does have an extra level. Yep. Shown it before, Chris Petrarca. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Next bloke. Been injured, only played one game in that five. Yep. Um, Caleb Sarong, he's playing well, but I don't I know know if he can play that. that I, I think he can. I think he is the top bloke that could come out and get 36, 37, kick three or four yep. in the final. All right, all
1: right.
0: Next one, Tom De Kooning. Yep. He has potential. He it has been all right, but it can definitely play better. Yeah. Next, yeah. Um, he was looking to be on the um, top five, but I went through his recent history. Well, he, all his history. Hasn't strung together enough good football, but definitely has the potential to do it. That's Jack Martin. Yep. Yep. That's me next, next bloke. Hasn't played a game all year. Has played very good football in the past was very unlikely to not be an australian a couple of years ago. Sam Menegola. Yep. 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 Next one, a couple of years ago, was being talked about, was last year or the year before that, was being talked about as a top 10 defender. He's not going to tear a game apart, but he can really help a team down back, Jack Henry. Yep. Uh, and then I've got Jack Steele. He has potential there to go huge. He's has shown he, it before. Has he? Yeah, he has. Look at past games, he has. Um, next one, Butler. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Next one, I actually made this list Sunday. So it's pretty good that this bloke, the next bloke, Mason Cox. Yep. And then next one's Jamie Elliott. Yes. Yep, so both of them have shown that they can tear games apart. Yep. Other than the game on the weekend, none of them have really done too much this year. So, yep, counting they could. Dusty, he's more. Yep. He's he's been this player for. He's built for that. He's built for that stage. Yeah, he's doesn't. He's had one year that he went off in um, regular season. Other than yep. that, he's been averaged the season. Uh, Jack Revol. Passes behind him, but can he wind back the clock and bring give us something real good? Yep, wait and see. Uh, Cody Waitman has been doing much. He has the potential there that he can rip a game apart. Does love to see it. and that uh, Aaron Norton could also be in there. Yep, and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have him down. But next one, and then it's just getting too far down the lap. Isaac Rankin, For I just slip him in there because if Gold Coast do make a run, yep. some like do make a magic run. He could, and could be the person that makes the run as well. Yeah, that's very true. That's all my honorable mentions. Do you want to have a crack at the top five? All right.
1: Well, I've managed to listen through here. I've written down five names. All right. Yeah. Then they might not be in any particular order, and I might not get a few of them because we differ on a few things, like you know the rating of Jack Steel, Sonny Walters.
0: He was in my number two spot. Yep. He was arguably the best small forward forward in the league a couple of years ago. Yep. I, he's playing, He's not playing great, he's, but he's, he's key. He's, he's helping the forward line. He's setting it all up for him. Yep. He could be an absolute gun come finals time, and I reckon he will. I reckon he will show up. Yeah.
1: Yep. No, I'm happy with that. That's why
0: I read him yeah? down. All right. Next one. Lance Franklin. He is a joint at number three with one of his teammates.
1: His teammate being Isaac Heaney?
0: No, because he's playing all right. He, huh? I'm,
1: I'm taking giving myself a his tip. Team,
0: his teammate being Tom Papley.
1: That's fair. Tom Papley can definitely show up and destroy again. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's gone less than a goal a game this year, but yeah. he has shown before that he can easily kick six in game. And absolutely rip you apart. So it's one of them things either of them could rip you apart. It could be both of them take a week each but they absolutely destroy a team yeah. and that's what sets them up. No, I like
1: no. it. Hey, I'm two from two. All right. Now this is where it gets a bit more contentious. That's why those two because I thought they might be in there. So there's another two that I reckon are definitely in the top five. And then there's one who I don't think you'll have in there, but I think he is. Where would you like me to start with that? Yep.
0: Just start with you two that you reckon all right. I, I will have. Charlie Kernow. No, because Charlie Kernow is playing like the best key forward in the league.
1: Yeah, he has another level he can go to, I reckon. You yeah, know? but
0: that's the thing. He's already, already playing that good of footy that it's hard to say, yep, he's going to be of an absolutely massive jump.
1: Yeah, all right, all right. That's fair. Um, the other one was Jack Ginnivan. But again, he's playing what I think is his best footy. His best footy was a five goal, the exact day. Okay. He can show up on the big stage and give you a five. He's not giving you a five every week. That's why he was there. Yeah.
0: All these people, people I've named is that they're gonna not going to just come up and play one amazing game of football. They're going to p- play two or more in finals.
1: Yep. I'm, I'm naming big game players. And I'm happy with the last one. I don't think you'll have them. But I've gone with Cozzy Pickett. I'm happy five. All right, I'm happy. I've missed out on two. Who are they? Give it to me. Okay, one, number four, superstar of the league. I named
0: him my superstars. He wasn't in yours. Marcus Bonten, Pally.
1: Ah, see, see, now, I didn't write him down for a key reason. You said players that were going to have an impact come finals time. He's going to be over in Bali come finals time.
0: Yes. But this is players that still have a chance. He's probably the one. That's the reason he's at four, because there is a chance that they don't make finals, a strong chance.
1: They lose this weekend. They're gone. They won't make finals at all. Bond, he's been...
0: I'm going to revisit this this list probably around 20 or so. Yeah, that's right. And do it again.
1: I can see him actually writing the Bond down, but I I assumed he wouldn't make finals. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, he's shown that he can... Oh, he, can show
1: he can be 35 and two, 35 and three. That's not an issue. I just didn't think they'd be there. They're a couple of games back. Yeah. They're going to lose this weekend to the Giants and it'll be a lever.
0: Not sure what he did last. He had a big game in the grand final last year, even though they lost, but yeah. it was looking there before it kind of went haywire for them. Oh, yeah. After the half time, he was unreal. Yeah. So what did he have? He had 25 and three, and I reckon about 20 of them were in the first half. Yeah, and all three of them go.
1: Yep. Yeah. All right. N- yeah. Number, one my, number one.
0: my boy, Patrick Dangerfield. We've talked oh. about this before. He he hasn't done his what? He's in, had a big impact on one, maybe two games this year. He's shown before that he can absolutely rip games apart.
1: Ten Why are you shaking your head? 10 years ago, he could have. Why can't he now? Too old. He's done.
0: Last year year is still ripping games apart. Like all these people, that's the reason Buddy's on the list.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's fair. My my only question is Has he ever shown up in finals time? Bit notorious. Bit notorious come finals time that the old Patrick Dangerfield disappears on the biggest stage, isn't it?
0: No, it's the team that disappears. Patrick Jones ah. is usually pretty good.
1: Alright, All right. I'll mark it down. The Bont and Danger. I want to see Danger lift. I'm excited for that because Danger at his best is brilliant to watch. We just haven't seen it.
0: Last last year in the game we lost, had 30. Um, again, the week before that, what did he do? Oh, I only had 20. So, yep, there's a down game. There you, you one before that, when the stats load. But remember that game he had against Collingwood? What has he done? He went 23. So, yeah, last year was his greatest final series. So I like what you're saying, though, because
1: this is built around it. Like, Michael Walters hasn't been fantastic this year, but he has that potential. So, I understand what you're saying. I'm excited. That,
0: that's what it was. It was people that haven't been playing great but have the potential to just take it away.
1: No, I love and it. And
0: that's, that's what you're looking at in the watch. Just watch out. Yes. And he showed us against Collingwood, I reckon, 2020, where he came and... Just nearly rested, and I reckon he did the same at Sydney the year before. Um, was playing midfield and moved down to the forward, and then just kicked goals out of his absolute backhand.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. No, I'm excited to see that. I, I want to see him get back to his best. Love him or hate him, it's good to watch him either way. Yep. Okay. Very good. What's next? Is that Super coach next? Yeah, you're onto it, Super Are you? Um, super not...
0: Coach. I was going to talk about There's a few things going on this week. Um, I'm not
1: even going to bother with it, mine I? am done.
0: We're versing this week, actually. I don't care. I'm over it. I tried. So at, the start the year, at the start of the year, Mitch is like, oh, after buys, that's when my team's just going to go next level. I was. And now he's realize the team has just no hope.
1: No, it's because I traded in Max Gorn before the weekend. I gave up on Bruce because he wasn't playing, brought in Max Gorn, and Max Gorn goes out there and gets shot in the leg. Yeah, so Max gone. I am getting rid of this
0: week. Four weeks in the sideline. He's yeah. been up and down year. I'm gonna. I was already had Tim English in, in as part of my trades. That just means he goes to the ruck instead of the forward line.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's uh, I mean, something similar. I'm just running out of trades.
0: Uh, Will, Will Brody, if you have him, just hold him for another week. He's not going to go down an extensive amount, See what happens, and then read if. Worst comes to worst, you can always get rid of him. Um,
1: it's a bit, I reckon, I, I'm actually going to go in there and say you're wrong. And if you have him, get rid of him. Because I believe it's a trend. And if you can get ahead of the trend, that's how you make the money in the super coach, that he won't handle that five pound in the team. He's only it's,
0: going to go down a little bit. He's not going to go down an extensive amount. And with he, the
1: trades that you have... I'm not talking about money. Is- <laughs> I'm talking about his average. If he's only going to be an 80-point player... You to look no, I don't.
0: It is eighty points. He needs to be going over ninety five for my team. Yeah. So, some things to talk about last week. Um, I decided that I would. So I was always currenting Adam Carton out. Yep. But to make a decision, I thought, look, I'm going to keep one of them.
1: Yep. I'm
0: going to keep one of these two players. To, so it's bench color.
1: Yeah.
0: Trades aren't looking great. Just in case shit goes to ship. I always have them then to back up. And then the yep. last couple of weeks, I can always trade them out. If I've got trades this afternoon, bring in an absolute pre and a half at the another spot if I really have to.
1: Yeah. So
0: it was either croning on McCartan. Looked at it hard and tough. McCartan's averaging more, probably has a little bit more scoring potential, but the concussions do scare me a lot. Okay. It's what scared me at the start of the year. It's what scared me from fielding him a lot of weeks. Yep. And it it's what scared me from saying, "Look, I'm going to have him over to Kony." I thought yeah. he's got an extra twenty thousand bucks there on to Kony. I'll take that. There's every McCartan gets a head knock. He's knocked out for a week. He's out. For
1: yeah, he's done. Yeah,
0: yeah. It scares okay. me. So that's the reason I didn't want to have to waste a trade on him. So, yeah. so then I've got, got a few questions for you then. Yeah.
1: So question number one, how many weeks until we play our finals?
0: Well, it's four weeks finals, so round 19.
1: So round 20 is finals or round 19's finals?
0: Round 19's starting finals, I'm pretty sure.
1: So that means there's no super round 23? No. All right, so round Don't 19. So.
0: I can check that, though. Or is that just um, fantasy football I'm thinking of that doesn't play last week?
1: I think you're fantasy football.
0: Uh, yep. So I'm thinking fantasy football. So it's round 20? Yep.
1: Right, so I've got 10 trades left for the season. I am looking not well. Um, I'm going to just simply get through this bye week and then assess. But for those of you with trades, I would be making the trade this week. Will Brody out, Marcus Bontempelli in. Only 18K extra. Make the trade.
0: I've actually brought in Mark Spontapalli as a forward this week as well. See, all it. And, yep, was, I was planning – one of the things I was looking at doing was keeping Dacos or Hobbs as well yep. as my M8 for a little while until I have a little bit more money
1: yep. to go up. Just Dacos playing and very there. good football last two weeks as well. Yeah,
0: Dacos is, is getting a lot more touches of the footy. I'm yep. happy to put him M8 for a few weeks. Yep. A few more weeks. I was always just get the best 22 and as much as you can as yep. soon as possible. But I'm happy for him to sit there like 10, 15 points a week. That's yeah. okay. If I can have him as a backup. Yep. As and then I can have enough money with just trying out, just slowly getting more money in the team and keep Dacos as an M9 come end of year season.
1: Yeah. Very I'll be more
0: than happy with that. And then I'm going to have, take going down my forward line and bring in a forward defensive player that isn't playing. So then I can swap to Koning from forward defense. And that means I've got good coverage for
1: yeah. all areas. Very nice. I'm in a bad predicament where um, Maxi Gorn's gone down hurt. Dustin Martin's not playing this weekend. My team is looking very, very not well.
0: Yeah. I think that's all from
1: Supercoach. Very Nice. Yep, it's all for me. All right, I want to move on to just a couple of opinions. We'll come back and talk, yep. talk about some odds in that later on. I just want to talk about some opinions and a couple of unpopular and a couple of probably that will be popular later on in the season. Um, one is the pies are flying. When do we start to consider them as actual threats? They've knocked off Melbourne. That's how- Melbourne, Carlton and Freo in the last month.
0: So, that yeah, it's a tough one, but, I, yeah, I reckon they're always a team you can't write off. See, and they're not a team I'm willing to go and say, yes, they're going to have a big impact come finals time. So,
1: I'm willing to go out there and say, though, that when you said that Freo were close to Melbourne from last year, I think Collingwood are closer to the dogs of 2016. Yeah. They're a bunch of young with a mix of old, but the thing they have that I find that no one else has, and it's while they'll drop games they shouldn't, and I'm not a Collingwood supporter, trust me, but they might not have the consistency. Across the course of their season, their best forward is going to be Brody Majek, and you can't win a flag with Brody Majek as your best forward. But that being said, they have a very high number of game winners. As where this year you look at it alone and they've won, what is it now, eight games for the year? And one of them has been won off the boot of Jack Ginevan on his own. One has been won by Mason Cox on his own. These are just random players that pop up in the Collingwood system and can win you a game. I find them very dangerous and they've done exactly what you've asked Carlton to do. Carlton need to go out and beat top teams. If Geelong had have had the same last month that Collingwood have had, you'd be saying that they're a lock for a top two, top three finish. I'm not well, saying... Geelong
0: have all 1-3 on the trot at the moment, they haven't versed the teams that Collingwood have. Yes. But, yeah, yeah it's... They're with all oh, yeah St Kilda and Sydney, I reckon. For me, there's a top five. Yep. Who's that? Brisbane, Melbourne, Freo, Carlton, Geelong. Yep. I reckon there's... And then there's a period from St Kilda, Sydney, Collingwood, Richmond and
1: Doggies. Yep. Doggies, I'm, on, I'm ready to run. Um, off. Yep. And went. then there's... Oh, that
0: could also just make a magic run.
1: Yeah. Other than so- that, everyone else... There's no hope, so I just want to touch base then on actually, I'll come back to my, make a touch of my, my base on my calling point in a moment. I want to throw in just a quick unpopular opinion, and it's that Tasmania can't have a team,
0: and because there's not enough talent going around,
1: um, Cameron, because me? there's currently not 18 teams in the league, there is, yeah, car- there is currently 16. Most years, 11 and 11 get you eighth or close to. This year, you're going to have to win 13 games because everyone gets two extra free wins from when they're scheduled to buy against North Melbourne and West Coast. I want yep. Tasmania to have a team, but what I do not want to happen is it to be North Melbourne transported over and become the Tasmanian team because Tasmania will never get behind that. They deserve their own team, but the AFL has to address the issues that face teams such as North Melbourne, which has been for as long as I can remember not that they haven't been good but they have been financially crippled for many many years I remember watching them and their headquarters were out of crates when I was in high school watching the Thursday Night Footy Show the AFL needs to address the clubs they have before they expand I want to see it get to 20 and I want to see Darwin have one as well but you need the talent I say
0: I want Darwin to get a team because imagine how exciting that would be you would get such a home Everyone would want to go back up there. Yeah. And it would just be exciting, exciting football. And I believe
1: it will be one of the true home ground advantages in the league, being able to train up there and know the conditions, to know that due when it hits. Because it doesn't hit straight away at the start of the game. It hits about that sundown time when it hits. Yeah, to be able to adjust from the dry to the moisture of the air. It would be a true spectacle of the game and as it should be. So that's my little unpopular opinion. At this point in time, Tassie can't have a team. Because I don't want it to be someone else's team. I don't want it to be a merger. I want them to have their own standalone team. But we need the rest of the league to live first.
0: Yeah. But we saying that. It would also, it's just, you got to have them teams up to their standard. Yes. Does that mean you have, say, six, 14 or 15 that would be in a best 22 now, and then you have three players that then get a chance from each team come up? You get more players, get more of an opportunity kind of thing.
1: You do get more Because you,
0: you look at some clubs, and some clubs have 10 players that could easily go get a game at North and should, would be in a best 22 at North you, easily.
1: See, that's the issue. And I understand what you're saying, but I can't agree with it on what I've seen. And that is I've seen players like Jaden Stevenson, who was in Collingwood's best 22, Collingwood's best 12. But now... You're struggling uh, to get a game, not having impact at North Melbourne because it's not a matter of the talent; it's a matter of the culture of that club doesn't allow the talent to flourish. Yeah,
0: yeah, but both both teams would have a good home ground advantage. I, so I'm still want, i still want I'd still want to see it. No, so I want
1: to see it. I want to see it. I'm not saying I don't want to see it. I just need the AFL to address these things first. So whether that means we're but,
0: 2024 should have got teams over GWS and Gold Coast. Yes. Got, they both should have got teams before GWS and Gold Coast got them.
1: So. I believe the AFL needs to take drastic action on it and give them both a VFL team for next season. Because that allows you one season in the VFL to start marketing to players to come to your club for the following season. 2024, it needs to happen. It need needs to just go from and don't go to 19. Go straight to 20. We don't want buys. Buys suck. Mm. Now, that being said, I want to move on to a couple of predictions. I like my predictions. I'm feeling confident. A couple of, um, um, or is that your unpopular opinion? That was my unpopular opinion. What have
0: you got? I've got an opinion for you. Yep. And it's about Dusty again. Go on. About a player that I reckon is better footballer than him all time. This player... I probably disliked him more as a player than Dusty. Jeebus. It's a Luke coach. <sighs> nah. Look, what, he's won more premierships. He's won one less Norm Smith. He doesn't have the brown load. He has more yeah. All-Australians. He's played better football overall. Not better. <laughs> he's played a more consistent brand of football over a longer period of time.
1: Yep. I understand what you're saying. You're saying someone who was consistently a seven and a half for 10 years. I'll take someone who was a 10 for five years over that any day. So I know you're saying that he won more premierships, but Dustin Martin contributed a greater percentage to his premierships than what Luke Hodge did. If Luke Hodge played a role, he was a 10% of that win as we're in the ones where, Dusty one, he was 25-30 percent of the reason they won those games.
0: Yeah, yeah. I still the dusty argument annoys me a lot because I like someone that has a yep. workload over a longer period of time and he just hasn't done it over a long period of time. I can't have someone that turns up one game a year. Because let's face it, there was game in them seasons, he was he has four. All Australians that means he's only been the best 22 four times and I can tell you one maybe even two of them were very lucky yep. that he was in there and it probably just his namesake that yeah. means two
1: but how many of the Hodges of were them? the exact same thing
0: how many of whose
1: Luke Hodges were the exact same thing
0: were they though was, he was the best backfunken in the league for a long time
1: I'm going to go away between now and next week, I'm going to get the stats for the careers and we'll go career stat by stat and we'll see what the argument is because I reckon Dusty's are going to surprise you. But I like it. It's a good unpopular opinion. It's unpopular.
0: And write down one of them stats you need to get is claimants per game.
1: Clangers. Done.
0: Clang King, mate. No,
1: that's all right. Happy to move on? Yep. All right. Predictions. All right. Went a bit quiet Shouldn't have, should have backed myself in. Was with Collingwood on the weekend, didn't announce it, should have. It was easy, easy money. All right. So, and this is where I want to touch back on Collingwood for a second. It isn't anything to do with my predictions, but as you're saying, you think there's a clear top five. And I can't see a reason how, I can see reasons how, but I can easily see how Frio can slip to fifth on the ladder out of those five. And I can also see how Collingwood could sneakily finish eight. And I would feel very confident about my season prediction if we get a 5v8 game in the first week of the finals and it's Freo versus Collingwood, that Collingwood win and I proved right that Freo won't win a final.
0: Can we just go back to Freo for a second? Yep. I think you need to look at the stats surrounding weather and how many games they've won in dry weather compared to how many games they've lost in wet weather.
1: Yep, and what what are you telling me? What are the stats?
0: I'm telling you they have haven't lost a game this year when it is in wet weather. Forty. Who? When it is dry? When it's dry? When the game is dry, they don't lose. When it's wet,
1: they lose. And that's the beautiful thing. What time of the year are we coming into? Exactly. It's coming into the rainy time, mate. The
0: rain's coming. Over in, it'll be home game over and free. High possibility today is to have a scorching day. Now it's over like there for them people.
1: We'll I mean, I mean, I'm saying that's not not my prediction. That's just something I want to pass by. All right. So Especially I've got a couple with that with that top five back to that top five. Yeah. For just a sec. Yeah, you're fine.
0: Yeah, anyone in that top five can be one to five. Anyone can jump up to first. Anyone can jump down to fifth. for me.
1: Yeah, no, to an extent. To an extent. So that's a couple of things I want to mention then. So prediction number one, by the end of this round, there will be one game and a bunch of percentage separating first and seventh.
0: Um, First and seventh. Yep. High possibility.
1: The odds of that are about three to one. I I need Geelong to win, St. Kilda to win and Sydney to win. And that adds up to about $3 to one. All of that will happen. That's easily, and to think after this point in the year, we'll have one game between them all. The second thing I'm going to say, and this, mark it down, Chile, if I lose it, we'll add it on the next time you're here. I'm already on round two. might at o level three. That's fine. There'll be four teams equal top of the ladder after this round.
0: Yep. So you're saying Carlton's definitely winning this week.
1: Yep. Lock it in. We're not even favourites. Lock it in. Don't know how we're not favourites. I'm happy. We're beating them once this year. We'll do it again.
0: All right. Funny game the ball, though. It is a funny
1: game. Yep. And I'm willing to go in with just three lines that I think are absolute certainties. So I'm willing to put five tips on the line this week. And if three or more lose... Sorry, I've got... Sorry, I've got me two statements, first and seventh. One game. That's on the line. Mouth where the mouth is. Four teams equal top. Mouth where the mouth is. And now I've got three line predictions. And if at least two of them don't win, I'll do the source because these three lines will all come through on the weekend. And these are all the dollar because I took them right before the show. Carlton plus two and a half points. Guaranteed because they're going to win the game. Sydney minus one and a half points versus Port Adelaide. Sydney aren't losing that game. They're not. They win it. Port season's over. Simple as that. And the other one. St Kilda minus 23 and a half versus Essendon. St Kilda under the roof will put on an absolute clinic. They will score very high. They will run and gun and Essendon will have no answer for it. Those are my predictions for this week. Yep. Thoughts?
0: Okay. Good. Um, are Geelong cover, covering their line? What's
1: their line there? is 44 and a half off the top of my head. Um, I did not include awesome. them. Because once you get out to a line like that, all you need is a bit of bad weather and all of a sudden it becomes very hard. But they should easily cover that. I wouldn't be surprised if they win by more than 10 goals. And they should win by more than 10 goals.
0: Yeah, that's the thing this week. What I'm looking forward to, I don't want Geelong to do what they've done over the last couple of years and be a nice team that doesn't go out and whoop your ass. Yeah. And just keeps it within 40, 50 points want them go back to the main days of our premiership era, go out there and smack them by 20 goals.
1: Yeah, if I'm you, I'm disappointed. If you, like, I'm not disappointed, but I want your team to send a message to the league and win by 100 points.
0: Yeah, you go, you got to go out there, put some confidence in your list. You go out there, you give Jeremy Cameron five or six goals, you give Tom Hawkins
1: five or six goals,
0: you give I them both...
1: Rolling, everyone's happy. Yeah. And that's you the just, thing. You go.
0: Just give everyone a shot at doing something, but don't be fearless. Don't just take the gas off the pedal. Go. Just and
1: go. that's it. And especially when, with like this, where we're saying we're going to have potentially seven teams separated by a game. So, so close from first through to ninth at the moment. What you need is, especially with the buyers, the media stays hot on what's hot. We've had bias. Teams have gone quiet, not because they're playing poorly, because they've had buys. John coming out last week of the buy rounds have a massive win you build that momentum and you roll for the back half of the year that's what they need to do and it's the same for Carlton or Richmond whoever comes out and has a win there that, that stacks their season up Yeah, Carlton win and we go what equal top 10 and 3 That you, from that position there's no way you don't make finals and you've really got to start building towards top 4 from there from, if you're the Blues you have to be able to have you got any big calls for the week eh? you'd like to lock in
0: Again, it's buys. I don't like buys. I don't want to lock anything in buys. I'll come back to you next week when we start playing real games of footy.
1: Yep, like it. Well, I've got three that are on for this week, then I've got me two predictions and then me three lines. All three will cover, but I reckon at least two, guarantee it.
0: It's okay to keep doing that. It just means you're gonna to have to do all the sources twice come end of year. it's gonna make <laughs> everyone's gonna already see your spice reactions.
1: No, because where I've been wrong, I'm happy to have been wrong. I'm happy with it. The matches I've gotten yep. from are okay.
0: Get a quick prediction before we call it up because we don't have long left.
1: Yep.
0: Hawkins, Cameron, how many goals are kicking together on the way
1: I'll go together 11, but I'll say one of them will kick seven or more. Yeah. You? Do you know what?
0: Yeah, I'll go 10 or more between them, and I reckon... One of them is going to kick probably six, seven or more. Yep. As well. Yep. Oh, what I'd like to see would be Tom to come in, kick three or four. I'm happy for him to just sit there, do his job. He's, as long as he just keeps going about what he's doing, yes, he hasn't had the most glamorous month, but he's still kicking two each game, getting a goal assist or two game. Yeah. I'm more than happy for him that he's been averaging 16, 17 possessions. Yep. Keep doing it. Doesn't need a change there probably will be something. Nothing's been said, but if something is said, and it probably will be said, that's why he's just doing his role, like he always has. Yep. I'd like to see Jezza come out and kick 10 or more.
1: Yep. I understand that, because that's the only way he's going to win the comment if he bags it against these lesser teams. How how
0: exciting would that be? When was the last time we saw a forward kick 10 or more?
1: Oh, mate. I'd be excited. I'd be happy to watch it. I hope. It's a bad team.
0: But, yeah, it's put on a show.
1: And we need a good common member race coming down at the end of the year. We need a good one. Give Do us a
0: back
1: and um, Yep. So, next week,
0: I might compare um, Jezza and Charlie, stats-wise. Go for it. it
1: would be easy to compare Charlie or you bag this week.
0: <laughs> when you come out and say, oh, in the last one game, this bloke has kicked 14 goals. Yep. Oh, I wonder who that is. Jeremy Cameron, let's go. Okay, we're gonna call it there, guys. See you next
1: week. Catch ya. Easy. Find us on your yeah, old YouTube, TikTok, Spotify. What yeah, All that, all that jazzy all that good stuff. Jazz.